Film on the Rocks is back, baby. Film on the Rocks has been Colorado's essential summer event for over 20 years. They feature live performances and movies under the stars at the iconic Red Rocks Park and Amphitheater. The summer series combines some of the best in culture, views, and cult classics. It's a movie experience like no other. These viewings fill up fast, so make sure you get your tickets ASAP. DNBR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNBR when you sign up for a new account. I'm your host, Rudo, joined by AJ Hayfley. And what up, man? It is uh it is finally mock draft season, I guess. It uh, is. We got mock draft today, uh draft draft tomorrow, and then mock draft Thursday, and then draft draft Friday. Yeah. That's Saturday, I guess. A lot of a lot of drafting going on. Draft season so. might be the last time we ever get to do this, so this will be fun. Yeah, that is uh, that is true, especially with uh, with the expansion draft. Who knows how long it'll be till another team comes in? Uh, it'll. I think I think we built a pretty good team here, AJ. Uh, I like it more than some of the uh, some of the stats models do. I think I think it's solid. I think it's versatile, but most importantly, I think it's going to earn us a lot of picks. That's our. That's we should definitely be uh, be real about our intention here. Uh, we are not super trying to make the playoffs here. Yeah, in year one, <laughs> um, there's a plan. <laughs> we're trying to we're trying to sell some tickets. Uh, we're trying to get some people in the door. We're trying to get a couple of good players here and there, but for the most part, we're trying to trade all these dudes. Yeah. We're trying to rack up assets come trade deadline, basically. (laughs) Um, all right. So let's, uh, let's, let's jump right in. I guess we'll just go alphabetical order because that's the way cap friendly has it. Uh, Makes my life a little bit easier going through. First up, we have the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, they projected obviously John Gibson and Nett, Fowler, Lindholm, Manson on defense, and then Delorier, Jones, Lundestrom, Raquel, Silverberg, Sam Steele, and Troy Terry on the forward side. Uh, this was a weird one. We actually... This was one of a handful of teams that we waffled on who to take here and had to go back to a couple of times to make a final decision. 
there were a number of options defensively. They have Jacob Larson, Hayden Flurry, and Kevin Shattenkirk, I think all completely viable. And then on the forward side, they had Adam Henrique and Danton Heinen. Uh, there are a lot of ways you can go with Anaheim, AJ, but... It's it's funny because they suck, right? Like yeah, the Ducks right. Were not any good, and yet we had arguably as tough a time uh, with this team as as any other. Um, when we sat down to do this last night, we were we talked about a couple of different uh, a couple of different uh, a couple different options here and. I don't know, man. I uh, I like I like what we did here, but it was it was surprising. Like, I was tempted by the veteraniness of a Kevin Shattenkirk because you need guys like that, right? You can't yeah. you can't go with an entire roster of third year guys that are just trying to figure it all out who are twenty four years old, and that's your entire team. You end up with two breakout players and a horrible hockey team if you it, do that. <laughs> well, and then you. And then, and then you don't have any kind of culture. Yeah. Um, guys don't have set roles. It's just, it's just a bad way. It's a bad way to build. And yet, our team looks like it does. Um, <laughs> honestly, we were we we were tempted here um, by a number of guys, but Hayden Flurry was the one that made the most sense for us. Yep. Um, we just liked. I mean, there's there's a youth and there's a reliability and there's a comfort with him as an actual NHL player and he's cheap and that's going to make him very attractive for other teams. Yeah. Honestly, the centers weren't that much of a conversation for us. Did not even talk about Adam Henrik. Yeah, Heinen just not quite making the cut and Henrik paying six million for a guy who's going to end up being a bottom six player for you is just not not a good reality to be in when you're trying to trade half your team. Uh, yeah, like, like Adam Henrique still, like he's still a productive and okay NHL player, but just under six million is too much for him. At his age, the three-year term was is problematic. Yep. We had originally looked at uh, Larson for this, but ultimately went with Flurry. When you look at the underlyings, uh, Flurry was just a better fit to round out our defense. We so. wanted uh, we wanted to pretend like we have an analytics department, which just meant going to the websites that we use for our analytics info. Yep, and that's exactly what we did, and we made our picks based off of that. Um, in this case, we didn't we didn't. Uh, it's not that we ignored the analytics with the other picks. It was just that this was one of the picks where it played a, a real role. Yep. So pick number one is Hayden Flurry from Anaheim for our team. Um, one of the more interesting ones there is, as we mentioned, there are a handful of bad teams that we'll get to in this list and we'll be like, this team sucks and we're just taking a guy. Yep. <laughs> um, we will. I will also add uh, only one guy, and this is not something that will happen tomorrow. Um, there will They will do this more than once. We Only one team, we drafted a guy and just said, we have no intention Bye. of dealing with this guy. Yeah. <laughs> we were told to draft somebody from this organization, so we did. 
there are right. I'm look. There are a handful of limitations to our mock draft here, right? We can't really make any trades, right? And we also did not consider the deals that may or may not be happening. Um, like like for example, the you know is is Vlad Tarasenko getting drafted in order to be moved. Maybe, but we did not do that. We did not consider that. All we did is just drafted a team. Yep, exactly. Just tried to make the best team for our goals by drafting it. Um, so obviously it'll be a little bit different when Seattle can wheel and deal a little bit. Thank you for the super chat, Kerry. He says, Rudo AJ, if Landy walks, who will replace him? And I read that Makar isn't signing back with the abs. All right. McCarr is an RFA, so forget about that entirely. He will be an Av, even like no matter what. Yeah. As far as replacing Landy, we'll cross that bridge when it happens. Yep. If he leaves, if Landy leaves, then we'll get into that stuff. But until until that actually takes place, um, again, we're not, you know, that's not what today's show is. Yep. But thank you for the super chat. It is much appreciated. Moving on to the Arizona Coyotes for our next expansion Take a look. Kemper protected in net. Capo Bianco, Chikrin, OEL in defense. And then you have Kraus, Dvorak, Garland, Keller, Kessel, Larson, and Schmaltz protected on the front end. Uh, look, this one was not hard for us. We talked about it on previous shows. The far and away most interesting exposed person was Christian Fisher off of yep. his team. And it's not close. So we took Christian Fisher and that was that basically. They're they're like I like I like Labushkin on defense. Yeah. Um but we actually want Christian Fisher on our NHL team. There are a handful of dudes that yes, we want to make a lot of trades and gain assets on this team, but there also yeah. needs to be a core handful of guys that make up this roster so it's not here are your 2021 Seattle Kraken and the 2022 have no returning faces. Right. We didn't want complete roster turnover. Yep. Just mostly. Um, so Christian Fisher is one of the guys that we want. We want around. Yep. So he will be around. A piece hanging around. Pay him a nice little raise after this year once he's at RFA. Um, yeah, we'll see how he does, but well, yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, if he stinks it up, that's obviously a different, different conversation there. But yeah, but we want to give him an opportunity, and that's fine. Yep, works pretty well. That one's easy. We're just going to move on to uh, Boston next. Uh, in goal, they protected Vladar because Tuka and Yaroslav Halak are UFAs. Halak already confirmed to be moving on. Uh, McAvoy. Uh, the name that I can't pronounce correctly, and Charlie or uh, Brandon Carlo protected on defense, and then Bergeron, Coyle, DeBrusque, Frederick, Marchand, Pasternak, and Smith on the forward side. This one was another one. Actually, this one was kind of weird because I thought we were going to get a better player out of Boston. I really did. And I'm not upset with what we ended up with, but I was going to say, what's this? This is not something that you brought up to me yesterday when we were uh, picking from these guys. I I was just surprised at the lack of proper higher end talent, not available from them. Um, I, 
Yeah, I mean, I guess if we wanted to, if we wanted to survey their UFAs, yeah, you know, we can always take a shot at uh, Taylor Hall or David Krejci, and neither. It's it's kind of I think it's kind of telling that we didn't even have the conversation. We didn't even talk about it. Yeah, it's not. It, I guess that's that's kind of how they did it, right? Is is those interesting pieces pending in the UFA and in yeah. Krejci's case being thirty five. Yeah, like I would, uh, I if I if I thought for a second Krejci would leave, I would be interested in him as like what we're going to do with Mark Giordano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I would be interested in that, but I'm not. Um, with I don't think we could convince Krejci to leave, so I didn't. I didn't bother. Yeah, I I don't think we could either. Uh, Grizzlick. That's, that's, how you, that's how you say it. Chad is telling us that that's how you say it. Grizzlick. Not Grizzelchick or whatever. Cool. Uh, in any case, as as Samuel hit it right on the head here, we ended up going with Jeremy Lozon out of Boston. Yep. It, that was our guy. Um some of this was in out of need because Boston was one of those teams where we were pretty flexible with our pick. Yep. Uh, and and we got to the end and we just hadn't taken as many defensemen as we expected. Yep. yep. And so we, knowing that, we said, hey, we like Lausanne. We like his age. We like the versatility. He could play right and left for us. Um, we like that he's also not so good that we absolutely have to put him in our everyday lineup. Yep. Um. So if he's going to be our seventh guy, or seventh or eighth guy, we really like that. And that was kind of our that was kind of our general approach there. Um, we like everything about Lazan. If he if he sticks and he plays for us, we're happy with that. If a team wants to come and pick him off a uh, pick him off of our roster, we're happy with that. Yep, it, a, a nice little piece that you can kind of do whatever you want with on on that front and. That'll start to take more shape as we get into the more more of the defensemen that we took. But yep. uh, moving right along, we have Buffalo up next. Uh, let's not let's not take any time on this. Yeah. Um, no interest. No interest in this roster. Yep. Uh, I like I like Jake McCabe as a UFA, but if if I'm chasing a UFA, I'm doing it in UFA. Yep. Um. So we took Tobias Reader to fire him into the sun. Um, we took Tobias Reader. We didn't call him. <laughs> uh, and we told his agent, we're not at all interested. Yep. Um, enjoy, enjoy UFA. Good luck. Yep. That was very simple. Not dealing with Buffalo. Not going to sign a dude from them. Goodbye. Yep. Uh, moving to Calgary. Calgary protected Markstrom in goal. Hannafin Anderson, Tanev on a D, and then Kachuk, Backlund, Dubé, Gaudreau, Lindholm, Mangiapane, and Monahan on the forward side. Um, this one, we all right. So we were both in agreement that first of all, you need a handful of experienced veteran players yep. on a new startup team. Yep. Mark Giordano, captain experience, old dude. Still a quality defenseman, yep. fits that type of role super well. Yep. And with only one year left on his deal, you can retain money and flip this dude at the deadline for whatever you want, and teams will be all over it. Yep. 
it, it literally checked every single box you could ever want as an expansion team. Yep. This was a, this was so easy for us. Yep. Um, it was, it was a, I don't even know that we took 10 seconds on this one. We both agreed immediately. Let's take Giordano nods done. Yep. Giordano's our guy. If he wants to sign uh, after the year, if he wants to stay and finish his career, we're happy to do that. Uh, kind of, kind of do the Derek England thing, um, like what happened with Vegas. Yep. Uh, except better because Derek England kind of sucked, and Mark Giordano doesn't. Derek, Derek England was barely a serviceable NHLer, and yeah. Mark Giordano won a Norris a handful of years ago. So, yep. So this was this was the maybe the easiest decision for us. Yeah, the super super easy slam dunk pick there. It, doesn't matter if you want to build the win now or you just want to build the trade stuff and get assets. Giordano just fits. Yep. Um, and and hey, if somebody if somebody rolls in and wants to give us a big time offer for Giordano right now before the season starts. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> we're open for business, baby. Yep, exactly right. We're open for business. So um yeah, I and I think that that would happen. I have full confidence that somebody somebody would call us up and say, "Hey, for one year, we'll give you guys a, a first round pick. We'll give you guys a second round pick. Um, retain retain some of Geo's salary and let us have the old guy." Hey, very interested in that. Another one that we use to be uh, uh, quite flexible with is Carolina. Uh, they protected Adelkovich and Net, and then Slavin, Shea, Pesci defensively, Aho, Fast, Fogel, Stahl, Sveshnikov, Teravine, and then Trocek on the forward side. Yep. I think this was this ended up being one of the last picks we actually made. I think it was our actual last pick. Yeah. Uh, um, because we, we basically said, look, we aren't entirely sure what our roster is going to look like. Let's circle back and see how we feel. Yep. Um, because it was really look, I really like Morgan Geeky. But Nino, Niederreiter, that's still a quality player. The contract isn't so problematic. And then Jake Bean on defense. Um those were those were the uh, the uh, I think the, the choices for us there. And we wanted to see how our team shaped up first before yep. we really made this pick. Um, so we that's exactly what we did. And and at the end of it, we came back, and Jake Bean is our guy. Yep. As, as we built the team, the realization that defense was going to be a, a need from some of our flex picks came through. And and Jake yep. Bean is someone I we plan on putting in the roster for opening night, basically. Or in, yep. in the lineup, rather, for opening night. So The big thing that we really need from Jake Bean uh, after the defense that we've built here, the defense that we're looking mm-hmm. at, we really needed a guy to run a power play for us. Yep. The we really move. needed a puck mover of some kind because we built a good defensive team, but we didn't build one that we love when it comes to pushing the pace. Yep. And... and moving the puck up the ice. And that's where Jake Bean really stood out for us when we went back and, you know, uh, and also some of the forward choices made it, made it so that Nina Ryder was less of a need for us. Yeah. So Jake Bean, baby. 
One more in period one here. Let's do Chicago. <clears throat> Excuse me. Right quickly here. Uh, Lincoln and protected the net. Jones, Murphy, Stillman, defense. Borgstrom, Debrincat, Hagel, Kampf, Kane, Strom, and Taze on the forward side. Uh, uh, this one, it, it felt a little bit like pick your poison on the defensive side. You could have gone with Dahan if you preferred over Zadorov, mm-hmm. depending on how you feel about what Zadorov's next contract is going to look like. Mm-hmm. But we ultimately went with Zadorov. Uh, the forward side, not super interesting unless you really are into Ryan Carpenter. Yeah, there were, there were some forwards that it was like, uh, I like these guys. Like I, I'm an Adam Goddett fan, but, but when we, again, when we got to the end of our roster here and we were looking around, it was like, he's not going to have a role here. Um, so we took Z and I want I want to make it very clear here that our intention is not to keep him. Yep. Um, we we are both really uncomfortable with the idea of paying him what his rumored asking price has been, which has been north of five million dollars on a on a multi year deal. No shot, bud. He has every reason to want some security, uh, because he's been doing the one to two year deal and kind of living, you know, year to year. For a while now, yep. And uh, now that he's approaching free agency, he wants a little bit of security. He's, I, I think, somebody will give it to him, and he has every reason to to, to be after that. Um, but somebody's gonna have to, somebody's gonna have to give a give us a pick for him. Yep. So, it's if he does end up playing for the team, pretty easy to drop him in as a defensive end guy. Yeah, I mean, if he ends up playing for us, it's not. It, we didn't get what we wanted, but we're we're comfortable with him on our third pair. Yeah. He can play in the NHL and be just fine. Yeah, it's not like it's not like Nikita Zadorov's a bad player. Yep, exactly right. All right, we can take a break on that note as we are brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR, or you can get their hard seltzers as well, the good company 15 can sampler pack. Delicious stuff. You can get them beers down at the DNVR bar, get hard seltzers by a local liquor store near you. You can use their rec beer locator online to find it over wherever you might be in the States, at least. Uh, we also have, do we know Seattle's arena sponsor yet what do you mean there it's climate change arena is that what it is i i don't actually know i haven't looked into their arena at or all. climate awareness arena or climate pledge oh it's climate pledge arena okay there you go that was it. climate pledge arena well i saw I... somebody say that the they should they should get the the pledge like the cleaner as their <laughs> sponsor there you go <laughs> so it can be the pledge climate pledge arena Oof. so I have to think that Ball Arena is a better name than that, than that. But yeah, in any case, Lemon 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 Pledge Climate Pledge <laughs> Arena. Lemon Pledge Climate. So instead of uh, instead of having that mouthful, go to Ball Arena and. Oh, I thought you... that was a manscaped read. No, I no, thought no. that was going in a very. <laughs> Yes, it's all on high alert. Yeah, I literally yeah. was like, "Oh, I'm gonna have to remove you, Bruno." <laughs> <laughs> no, not this time. This time, Ball Corporation just wants oh, you to geez. work for them. Obviously, they play a 
pay a great living wage down in Golden. You can get into contact with them at their uh, plant for making aluminum cans, but they also do a bunch of other stuff, including uh, some aerospace things and satellite tracking of resources on earth here so a bunch of options check them when out you say resources you mean people right because we all just got microchipped with this vaccine oh god here we go okay. <laughs> you know like five people in the chat actually are going to believe you when you say that right like, <laughs> <laughs> i'm very much kidding <laughs> you're that worried about being tracked stop you need to you need to close your facebook account yeah, immediately it should not be on youtube at all yeah do not use social media <laughs> uh in any case ball arena ball corporation they are hiring you can text golden to 77222 or go to jobs.ball.com to apply for the place down in golden <laughs> i i believe they're hiring over 400 positions as i said uh they are also paying a nice living wage. So if you're if you're out there looking for a job, ball definitely a great option. Be yeah. sure to check them out. Well, jokes won't... aside, it's a great it's a great place yeah. to work. They definitely won't microchip you. So you got that going for you. Okay. Well, I don't want to I don't want to start making promises I can't keep. <laughs> I don't know much about uh, about factory jobs, but I've never heard of a factory injecting anyone with a microchip. So I'm gonna I'm gonna dip out of this immediately okay. before I before I keep joking around and having a good time here and somebody takes me seriously and I end up fired. All right. So instead, give us some money. Head on over yes. to thednvr.com. Consider signing up for an annual membership. Uh, obviously, you get all of our amazing content, but you get a bunch of bonuses as well. Uh, you this get the is big to spit out. <laughs> Uh, you get a free shirt with the annual membership, a bunch of other stuff as well. You know, we, we of course, appreciate the Super Chats as well. Sasha continuing to creep up the dollar amount on the Yacht Fund. We'll get there someday. But yeah, uh, How long? Did we do the math on how long it would take? $10 yeah, at a time? Yeah, it's like oh, thousands of years or something insane. <laughs> like, like 26. Yeah, like thousands of years. Yeah. 26,000? 2,600? Something like that. I suck at it. Uh, don't do don't do math live on air. <laughs> One of the rules of yeah, our show. We continue to make that mistake yeah. at least like twice a week. <laughs> I fully embrace that I am terrible at math. That's why I'm in this profession. Yeah, so that's I why we all are. <laughs> None of us can Hate get it. through math classes. Hate <laughs> it. A fifth grader would probably be smarter than me when it comes to math, especially like yeah. Do you remember that old TV show? Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Guess what? I wasn't. <laughs> I was on a good amount of stuff. Math? No. History? But when Kinda. when math starts, you start throwing parentheses into math, you lose me. <laughs> you might not be smarter than a fifth grader in the classroom, but you ask any sports question and you're taking that fifth grader to a poster. All right. I thought you were going to be inappropriate again. I was like, it's no. True. It's That's true. true. I, uh, <laughs> we're on a Children. roll here. Microchips, fifth graders. 
P.S. We uh, uh, we we have started trivia nights at the bar on Tuesdays. Yeah. First one is is tonight. Is it is tonight? And uh, I was in charge of writing the Denver sports questions. So when you get all of them except for one of them wrong, um, you know who to blame. Yeah. All right. I I feel Why? like I made the ads ones really attainable. Hard? No, I I I was able to answer four of them without looking them up but i did they're all draft related because it was draft week so but you are different than most humans yeah well you I, and ryan them... have this knowledge where like it's like whoa how do you remember something like that yeah one the one of them should be very easy like very right, i'm easy. gonna be mad tonight and i'm gonna blame aj so okay you should be able to get <laughs> at least three of the avalanche questions yeah though. the one that's very easy is night, an abs question that i wrote so it's gonna be a fun night come down here maybe a good time <laughs> all right let's get back into it as uh as we did leave off with the avalanche as the next pick for Seattle. What to do here? Uh, Grubauer protected Makar, Taves, Gerard defensively, and then McKinnon, Randon, Burakovsky, Kadri, Nachushkin, Jost, and O'Connor. Um, look, with uh, with Ger- Graves traded out, there's just nothing interesting on the Avs defensive side. Um, the forward options, realistically, unless they just want to take n- a-, a nobody off the roster, are... Jonas Donskoy, JT Confer, or YOLO on a free agent Landeskog, as already stated, wherever possible, if we could get a free agent, we'd just wait for free agency to sign them. Yeah. So and that kind uh, of eliminates Landy. Much, much like what I've what I've been hearing about how um Seattle is approaching Colorado's pick. Um it will the expectation for right now is that it will not be Gabe Landeskog. All righty. So that pretty much narrows it down to Don Scoy and Comfer. Does it? We have an analytics department, remember? <laughs> and Jacob... No, I'm just totally kidding. Yes, there we we're go. Not, we're not wasting time with that. No. Um, it's, it's Don Scoy or Comfer for us. And as we went and kind of built our roster, the one thing that we really, really, really wanted was JT Comper's versatility. Yep. Dude can play all three forward positions. And unlike the majority of Colorado's fan base these days, we aren't of the opinion that JT Comper is a horrible NHL player. Yeah. We're We're believers in his longer track record of being a solid third line-ish guy. Yep. Uh, can play up for a little bit if you absolutely need him to. Can play fourth line, no problem. And 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 most importantly, can move anywhere around the lineup. That that, that was the real selling point for me on Comfer. Yep, because we are expecting to move uh, a lot of forwards in and out throughout the season via trade, and even immediately after the draft. One thing that we know that we're comfortable with with JT Comfer is that if he has to play center, he ha- then he's a center. Um, if he has to play wing, we can put him on wing, and we can put him anywhere in our lineup between lines two and four. We're comfortable yep. with that. The same thing is true of Jonas Donskoy in terms of the line versatility. But, but he can't at, play center. At, 
he's not a center and uh, he's three years older than Donskoy and I want JT's prime. Yes. I, th- I think, I think he's got an 18 goal season in him. Sure. And if you have an 18 goal season in you, you could get a little bit lucky and have a 20 goal season in you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I- the perfect description of JT Comfer is that he is whelming. So we will go with that. He is our pick from the Avs. Yep. Comfer going to Seattle from the Avs. I, that's the, the word on the street, and I, I think it makes a good amount of sense. So, Yeah, word the word so far is, is uh, has been that they, for the same reasons that we did, they like JT. Yep. All right. Columbus Blue Jackets up next. Protecting Corpusalo in net. Jones, Wierenski, and Gavrikov uh, defensively. And then Cam Atkinson, Gustav Nyquist, Patrick Laine, Boone Jenner, Oliver Borkstrand, Jack Roslevic, and Eric Robinson. On the forward side, uh, this was another one that it didn't take us very long at all. Uh, Max Domi is left available here for a team like Seattle, someone like that is a potential one C option. Yeah. And realistically um, you're talking. So there's a plan here. Yep. And Max Domi, Max Domi fits our age range. Max Domi fits our number one need, which is a guy to play first line center for us. Yep. And uh, look, we're comfortable with him going into the final year of his deal if he goes off and he wants a big UFA deal, give it to him. Happy to do that. Uh, if he doesn't go off and it's a total disaster, flip and go. Flip. Yeah, he can either he can either go. Uh, we can either move him at the deadline, or we can uh, just let him leave in free agency. I'm completely fine with either one of those. To pay if if it goes really poorly. Yeah, I mean there has to be interest to flip him, right? So, um, well, I mean, you never know. So, um. I'm, I'm, for me, I'm, this was an easy one. Look, this, this is, I'm, I'm not entirely sure why Columbus thought this was the move, but whatever. Yeah. Columbus is, Columbus has been a goofy, they've, they've had, they've got their problems. So I'm, I'm happy to, happy to just take him and move on. No problem there. Don't mean, we have our, we have our number one center. Domi, arguably the most important pick of the draft for for the way we ended up building our team. Yep. Um, yeah, I would say I would say that's probably true. And uh, he is, yes, I he is hurt right now. He is going to need, I believe, surgery, uh, and will miss part of the season. I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. None there. of that bothers me. The upside is the upside outweighs him missing. Oh no, two months. Oh, life is over. You know, I, I'm good. Again, this is a team that's trying to trade half its roster, so yeah, <laughs> not too worried about and, winning a ton. Yeah, and where the the this is also this is also with the expectation of drafting Matty Benier second overall. Yeah. So if Matty Beniers rolls in, uh, and and that's that's our guy, great, very yeah. happy with that. Um, a Beneers Domi center depth in year two. I'm good with that. I'm I'm very happy with that. 
Uh, if they don't take Domi and they take Kevin Stenlin, then that's fine. Sure. Like, I'm. Then they're they're taking winning even less seriously yep. than we are. Right. That's pretty. Uh, that's pretty neat. Um, Dallas up next. Kudobin and Net, Klingberg, Lindell, uh, Haskin, and on defense. Right. I forgot about this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I forgot about this. Ben Fox, Aguriano, Hintz, Pavelski, Radulov, Sagan protected on the forward side with a bunch of NMCs there. But Ben yeah. Bishop waved his NMC. Yep. And after a long, winding conversation and debate, yeah. we ended up going with Ben Bishop. Yep. And best case scenario might just be that Ben Bishop gets LTIR <laughs> next year. <laughs> yeah. So there's a there's a there's a rhyme and a reason to what we did with Ben Bishop that will make more sense later. Um but for right now we took Ben Bishop. We like the we like the upside if he's healthy. Um we don't love the injury history and so we did guard against that. Yep. Um so we'll we'll see. But our what this this does make sense at the end and we'll get into it when it, when we yeah when we feel the whole roster out it does make yeah. sense and the other point to make there is if you're not taking bishop you're looking at like a blake como yeah the, blake como was the guy we were taking uh if it wasn't ben bishop and if we weren't going to take blake como then we were taking nobody yep so um we decided to roll the dice on uh, the goaltender instead you have to pick three. Yep. So. You had to pick three. And I actually really like how we went about this. Yep. Um, when I look at the end product of it, I, I think it's a really, I think it's a really smart approach to a tough, a tough position. Detroit up next. Uh, I'm, we don't even need to show who Detroit protected. The this was ones are protected. Yeah. This was very close to a pass. Yep. I, I, there are two guys that are worth anything on, on this list. And that's Vlad Nemestikov and Troy Stetcher. Yep. And either one, it feels like you're getting just a flip if you can. <laughs> I will, I will say, um, there are things that I like about Christian juice's game and Dennis, Dennis Chalowski would have 100% fit, fit the yeah, could have gone uh, a younger side youth sure. kind of mold, but we really, um, uh, we got guys, who are both young and better better than Chalowski. Yep. Um so we we backed off of that. I have been a big Troy Stetcher fan for a long time, but again with the with the defense that that we built, we felt like again, versatility, veteran, cheap contract one year, loved what everything that everything that we're getting out of Vlad Nemesnikov. We loved. Already has proven value as a deadline asset. Yep. So, seems like an easy one. Uh, yep. Let's get out of that terrible city. Uh, Edmonton <laughs> up next. This Stuart. one, we left some guys on the board. Yeah. There. This one was uh This one was a one. Bear Keith Nurse protected defensively. Archibald Drysidel, Cassian McDavid, RNH Puyarvi, and Yamamoto on the forward side. Um, yeah. This one 
was certainly interesting. <laughs> uh the first conversation we had to have was do we care that Clefbaum is going to be out for another year? I did. Yeah. Um the uncertainty of Clefbaum is the only reason I didn't take him. I don't know what the future of his career looks like here. Yep. Um otherwise Oscar Clefbaum has shown that he can be a legit higher caliber of defenseman in the NHL. Uh, and for four million dollars for the next two years, even if he misses this entire season, um, I I was happy to take that chance because you're either you're either getting the guy and he's and he's healthy and you know you you like that right, or he's not and you took a chance on him. It doesn't cost you much of anything here. Yep. So. Um, I I was tempted by Clefbaum. To be honest with you, I was tempted by Adam Larson. I really like Adam Larson as a just as a as who he is. Good, solid, like steady defensive defenseman with enough puck skill that it doesn't it doesn't More drown you. you. Yeah. Yeah. But not a play driver, but a good defender. Does everything well. Um but again, I mean, we don't want to load up on 28-year-old dudes who are in the heart of their career trying to trying to win shit right now, you know? We just we're just not that organization. We're not taking that approach. The forward core was a whole bunch of landmines uh and then Tyler Benson. Tyler Benson is the pick. Yeah. Uh, we went with Benson ultimately. Look, he's 23, another one of our our upside style bets and can fit in for us. Yep. The only other forward I think we really considered was Kyra. Um, but ultimately an RFA at 26, we just took the upside play in Benson. Yep. I want to see you and I are both, uh, consumers of the AHL. Yep. Tyler Benson has been a really good AHL player. Just looking for an opportunity to, to get in and do his stuff in the NHL. And so we, we don't actually have him in our opening night lineup. But he is a guy that we, throughout the course of the season, our goal is to get him in into the lineup and playing. I mean, as as stated, with things like a potential Domi injury holding him out early, it, it right. would be hard but to get him in. Yeah, trying to move Nemestikov at any yep. point throughout the season for anything, you know, uh, yep. we want Tyler Benson in our lineup at some point. Yep. So, not too difficult there. Uh, Florida Panthers are up next. I, I don't think we really need to go into detail with this one. Obviously, the rumors about uh, Dreger are already out there uh, for Seattle, and, and we just went with those. Ended up taking Chris Dreger as, as our pick from Florida for the goaltending spot. Yep. Not, not going to complicate that one too much. Yep. Seems like it was a done deal. So, yep. And maybe there's a, maybe there's a side deal um, in, in, the real world where sure Dreger is uh, going to sign as a UFA and they end up with a, a player here. Yeah. They can take fine. Some, some random dude off of the list, but fine. Um, but again, we weren't, we weren't really spending our time on that stuff. So we ended up, we took Chris Dreger knowing that he's agreed to contract terms with them. Yeah. I mean, if it ends up that, you know, they also end up picking, 
Gudas or Nudibar or something. Then yeah, or it, Vitrano or Achari or yep. know, any of these guys. Great. So. But cross that bridge if uh, if Seattle wants to make a trade. Again, we didn't really dive into the trade side of it because it just gets way too complicated at that point. Yeah. And um, and honestly, it doesn't matter if they protected Bobrovsky. He wouldn't have been picked. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't Spencer Knight's their guy. Los Angeles up next. We had a hard time here. The first of all, we had to discount Jonathan Quick as an option because we went with Ben Bishop. Yeah. Uh, it for yeah. for me at least it was one or the other. Agreed. Uh, you can't do both because you're just going to end up having five million dollars on your bench doing nothing in goal, and that's if you know Quick is even still a decent goaltender, which is debatable. But couldn't go yeah. with that route. Uh, their defense, nothing of interest unless you want to be dumb and take Olimata, who is a journeyman at this point. Yep. And then the forward side, as much as I would have loved AJ to convince AJ to take Anthos and SCU, wasn't having it. Yeah, I vetoed. So, um, Kill Clegg on defense. Interesting and especially yep. would have fit that puck mover mold. For sure. The, the problem with Kill Clegg is that even on a bad Kings defense, he has not proven the ability to stick. He's Jake Bean, but worse. <laughs> exactly. And so it was like, why bother? Um, so I, we, we agreed on the, the, the young player that we both really liked here uh, under contract for a year, just 23 year. I'm sorry, 24 years old. Um, Wagner. Yeah, Austin Wagner. Two years at $1 million. Come on. Yeah. The only other competitor was Lemieux. And I I think AJ asked about him. I straight up said, I just don't think he's very good. So. Yeah. Wagner we, it was. That was our conversation about Brendan Lemieux. Yeah. Any, th- any any temptation by, by Lemieux? I don't think he's very good. All right, let's take Austin Wagner. Yep. Exactly right. <laughs> Uh, um, the name Carl Grundstrom was also said out loud, and then yes, we did mention it, but quickly moved on. <laughs> yeah, um, Minnesota. Yeah, I, I think uh, Austin Wagner has a very Manietto future. Yep, one hundred percent a dude that just hangs out as a bottom six dude in the league, running around, working hard. Yep. Um, Minnesota next. This was like Minna, uh, like uh, Carolina. This was one where we actually a lot of flexibility for sure. We circled back yep. to Minnesota at the end after we had built the rest of our roster to make the pick. Because realistically, they left available a decent player in each position. Yep. Instead, forward side, Carson Soucy on the defense, and then obviously Kacken in, in goal. Yep. Not tempted by Andrew Hammond. <laughs> nope new uh but we we finalized the pick as one of our last picks well we 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 locked it in loosely and then and then confirmed it later that it ended up being kakinen for us yep so we have capo kakinen as our as our second goaltender taken yep officially um third sort of but the big thing here Big thing for us with Kakinen is that he is still waiver exempt. Yep. So if Ben Bishop is healthy, Ben Bishop is probably our starting goaltender on opening night. I maybe with Chris Treger. 
Um, I guess we did also take Chris Treger, so this is yep. our third goaltender. I just blanked on that. I'm a moron. Um, we picked we picked Capo because he's either our backup goaltender, which he was very solid in that role for the Wild last year, if Ben Bishop isn't healthy, or he's our AHL number one AHL guy and our third our third dude. Um, behind Dreger and Bishop if Bishop is healthy. And his waiver exemption means we don't have to worry about it. And we don't have to worry about losing him on on waivers. We can send him down at will all season long and never have to consider we, it. That was a big factor for us. We dug through a number of goalies, and all yep. of the goalies we were interested in as a potential third were not wager el- waiver eligible. So. Yep, and and it was it's not that there's a major fear of these third goaltenders getting claimed because outside of before last year, it's not a super common thing. Yeah. But it does happen when teams have injury issues and are desperate. And we just liked the comfort of not having to worry about it for a year. And well, whatever happens with Dreger, whatever happens with look, if Ben Bishop is healthy, Ben Bishop has value will have value around the exactly. league. Exactly. That's I really that's best case scenario for us, right? Given our, yep. our target of trading players. Bishop gets healthy, plays well, teams get interested. Yep. You ship him out and then you're running Dreger and Kapanen. Yep. Kapanen, a, rather. Yeah, that's it. So, so we really like the three goaltenders that we have. Uh, yep. We really like the the depth chart. We like the reasoning behind all of it. We like the money spent um, between Bishop and and Dreger's reported deal. It's just about it's just under eight million dollars. Um, very happy with that. Yep. Easy, easy, easy. I think ultimately at the end of the day. Uh, Montreal, I guess just over $8 million up next. They're protecting Allen and net defensively. Chirot Edmonds and Petrie Anderson, Armia Evans, Gallagher, Kotkaniemi, Lekkanen and Toffoli on the forward side. Uh, uh, no real interest in Shea Weber, right? Uh, no, we didn't really did not have any interest in Shea Weber. So uh, the options here are you can YOLO carry price. I, I will say, would have had interest in Shea Weber for the Mark Giordano role had the injury stuff not come out. Sure. I, I still think it would have made more sense to go with Giordano, as you'll see with the rest of, of Montreal's list. But yeah. you could you could YOLO carry Price. You could do something like target a UFA, mm-hmm. like Philip Deneau, if he makes it there. Yeah. Um, but also Jonathan Druin. Yep. We needed, um, uh, look, we need to roll the dice on some upside guys. We did it with Max Domi. Uh, only two years left on Duran's deal, so we can, but look, we're just taking the, we're taking the chance. Um, I'm not, I'm not, uh, we've got lots of depth guys, okay? Yep. We're just going to take, we're just going to take the chance here. Um, the, the reality is there aren't that many dudes available in this draft that are legitimate top six forwards. Yep. That can that can give you fifty points. Yep, and we think the combination eventually of Max Domi and Jonathan Duran on the top line is very intriguing. I, and then the yep. third guy that we have ticketed for that thought that top line, we're not yep. the worst top line in the NHL. It doesn't it Arizona does not still exist? <laughs> uh, Nashville up next. This one, 
I, I I won't lie to you. I was tempted to take Ryan Johansson, a little bit of the big bait, but the the cap hit of eight million dollars is just it's just too much, even for me. Saros protected net, Forsberg, Janot, and Kunin on the forward side, and then Carrier, Ekholm, Fabro, Yossi, and Myers defensively. Um, this one. You wouldn't let me take Connor Ingram. I would not let him take Connor Ingram. We're not Tried. doing it. We're not doing it. Even like when we looked back and we were like, well, maybe we don't do Bishop and we figure out a way. And we were still like, no, nah, Ingram doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but ultimately, we ended up taking Yakov Trenin as a younger-ish RFA guy. Maybe you get something out of him. Not the end of the world if he if he never really turns into a significant piece for you. Yep. Um, didn't want uh, didn't want Jan Kruk. Uh, yep. Didn't want Sissons. Yep. I think Trenin could do what those cats have done, um, but he's younger. And he's cheaper, and if, on the off chance that Cole Hamilton watches this, he will have a good hearty chuckle at <laughs> y- Yakov Trenin. Again. Bottom six forwards, particularly bottom six wingers, are a dime a dozen in this draft. So you take Trennan. If he is solid, you have RFA rights with him. You can continue that relationship. If Mm -hmm. not, whatever. No harm, no foul. With with Yarn Croak, you only get him for one year. With Sissons, you're worried about that contract for the next five years. Yep, there's there was no chance of Sissons. Yarn Yarn Crook was at least intriguing, but with with Sissons, it was like no. Yep. Pretty much. Uh, obviously, they protected everything interesting on the defensive side. So, yeah. Uh, New Jersey is up next. Really bummed we didn't have a shot at Ryan Grave on this one. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunate for Seattle. Blackwood and Nett, obviously Graves, and then Severson, Siegenthaler defensively, Brat Hishier, Kuko. Quokinen, Gianni Quokinen, is that yeah. right? Probably yep. not. Gianni Quokinen. McLeod, uh, not even going to try that one. Wood and Zaka. Oh, uh, what's, wrong? what's wrong with Igor? Nothing's, uh, yeah, is it Igor or is it Yegor? I mean, and you know how you know how Russians are with their names. <laughs> is it is it Evgeny with a Y or Evgeny yeah, with an yeah. I? Yeah, for sure. Is it, you know, like it's you know how it is, man. Um, not a ton from this roster. The defensive side, Butcher, was just not very enticing for us. Yeah, we needed a puck mover, but we didn't want a puck mover who has um, just been getting worse every year. Yeah, was literally living off of a power play and nothing else at the start of his career yeah. and hasn't done anything else. <laughs> yeah. We were just not We were just not sold there. We were, yeah. I was more uh, tempted by PK Subban, which was to say not tempted at all. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, Mark Giordano and PK Subban as your top pairing would have been pretty funny for the. It's it's always 2010 for people. <laughs> um, look, the forwards. Some interest in Andreas Janssen. Yeah the the injuries. Um, the injuries and the contract, uh, the combination of injuries and contracts, what turned me off of that. Sure, sure. It, um, in a it, in a league without a salary cap, that's that's moving up. Um, it's really it's very difficult to 
move money right now. Yep. And I don't want to just get stuck with this Andreas Janssen where it's just like, yeah, he's a nice player and we only have so many salary retention slots. And that's a guy that you would have to eat some money in order to move him. And you just wouldn't be getting very much in return. And it just, you know, we're happy to, we're happy to use our retention slots um, when we, when we have to. And this wasn't worth it. So this wasn't ultimately this all kind of worked its way into being an obvious choice. It didn't start that way, but the more we got into it, uh, the easier it became. Well, chat has, has nailed it as well. with Nathan Bastion. Yeah. Uh, pretty, pretty quick and easy one. Yep. Uh, if you really wanted to, if you really liked one of their younger guys, you could have gone with student each or something, I guess, but yeah, like there were, but yeah, if, if you really had a hankering for, for one of these, one of these guys, then sure. Pick your RFA, but Bastion yeah. was the one with the most experience and made the most sense. So. Yep, and like good numbers, want to see what he does in a bigger role. Yep. Um, Which and, like and... that's the whole thing with an expansion draft team, right? You're going to have an opportunity to give a bunch of dudes bigger roles. Yep. And especially because we expect to move some of these guys on draft night. Um, although we can't, we didn't bake that into our our final lineup. Because we don't know which teams would come calling, but this was a guy that we wanted to. This was a guy that we wanted to. For the record, this team had zero trouble making the cap floor. Yep, we haven't gotten we haven't gotten there yet, but we're about to start spending some money. Yep, uh, we can do that in just a second. As we are brought to you all by Solace Meds, you can go to one just a couple blocks down from the DNVR bar. Check out online for pickup and use code DNVR20 to get 20% off. The pickup's super easy. You just drive up, walk in, get your stuff, and walk out. No hassle at all. Jump on it. Super awesome. And they have a bunch of deals in store as well if you want to browse and check them out. Then we have, this one is a hassle, but a good kind of hassle. Hassle Cattle Company. The hassle you want. Yeah, not a hassle, but the Hassle Cattle Company. Uh, you can get 10% off with code DNVR10. They have, I I can't recommend their their meat enough. Just go to the bar and try the burger and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. So when you have it. Like, it, it's absurdly delicious. You want to order some hassle after you have it. Check it out. Get on it. Get all your friends in it. We were we were uh, we were trying to do a group order for the DNVR gang in our Slack channel and and our Rockies guy Drew Kreisman was well. Y'all know Drew. He's he's on here in the crease all the time. Uh, he was like, I I don't need a group order. I just yeah. ordered two hundred dollars of, yeah. of hassle by myself. So. He was just he straight up was like, Why do we need a group order? And we yeah. were like, So we get the free shipping. And he was like. I, I do that on my own. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, you do you, brother. Jesus. Yeah. He's he's spending big on the hassle. So between Strava Craft and uh and and hassle, I feel like we've changed Drew's life for real. <laughs> he's living the dream out there. Um, and then of course, uh, our our brought to you by sponsor here on the Avs Podcast, DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, now is. Like every couple of months, they have one of these really great offers, and this is the one going on right now. Bet $1 to win $100 if the United States wins any medal at the Olympics. Any doesn't even have to be gold. Any bronze medal gets you $100 if you, if you join DraftKings Sportsbook right now and make the bet. Um, 
So <laughs> the only I wonder, do they get out of that if the Olympics get canceled again? I, I'm sure they'll refund you your one dollar. <laughs> <laughs> they have to like release a press statement, like, "Hey, yeah, we, we can't uh... give you that dollar back." Sorry, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you just can't. Like, like all the uh, airlines during the pandemic were like, "Oh, you want cash back? We're going to give you flight credit." Yeah, because they were like, "We're not about to just start refunding folks." hundreds of dollars yeah not not happening but for one dollar i think DraftKings could do it i also think that this olympics is going forward no matter what but we'll yeah. see despite uh, yeah issues uh in, in any case don't worry about that if the olympics are, are a concern for you you can bet on any other sport basically in the world with DraftKings. i don't think you could have bet on the race to world first but anything beyond that you could pretty much bet on. Watched it in this morning. Yeah, me too. It was hard. I was I was struggling to stay awake, but was yeah, bummed was was bummed it was Echo and not Limit. But I was I was thrilled that it was such a good race. It was a great race for real. Um, hoped it would be a little bit longer, but not the point. Head on yeah. over to DraftKings Sportsbook. Bet on all your favorite sports. You can even do live betting. One of my favorite bets is first pitch strike. So. Download that top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and don't forget to use that DNVR promo code. Get a free $100 from the Olympics because you can with a new account. Limited time only. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook. For details, gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. Yeah, Sasha, I still have a ticket to Japan that I haven't used. I still have um, some flight credits because when the world shut down, I was supposed to fly to Minnesota and then fly to Winnipeg. Um, so I and I, and then after every you know last yeah. fall when I went to Winnipeg, I ended up uh, redeeming the Winnipeg part of my trip. Yep. Um, and it was enough to the credit was enough to get me to fly oddly enough to Minnesota and then to Winnipeg, but I still have the two. Minnesota flight credit just sitting there. Yeah, we'll see, Sasha. Maybe next summer it'll happen. But I keep telling him, I'm like, you've got to do it. You've got to do it. <laughs> we'll see. Someday. You've got to do it, bro. Uh, getting back in to our list. Next up, the New York Islanders. Uh, protected Varley, <sighs> Bayfield, Pellock, Pollock, Barzell, Bovillier, Clutterbuck, Lee, Martin, Nelson, Peugeot. Uh, we had uh, we had a decent conversation about this one. AJ yeah. was in uh, in Josh Bailey's camp. I yeah, was I in Jordan Everly's camp. Yeah. Thank you, James, for the twenty dollars. Very generous of you on the super chat. Uh, Appreciate you, my man. All right. So yachts travel, right? So that counts towards the yacht fund. Yeah. Confirmed. All right. Just checking. Uh, <laughs> uh, on this one, I, it really did come down to one of those two for us, Bailey or Bailey or Everly. So. Yeah, I wanted Kiefer Bellows, but we were already running into kind of a young guy wall here. Yep. Where we were struggling to get guys and into the lineup and... I, Josh Bailey's a better player than Jordan Eberle, in my opinion, but Jordan Eberle is a much better goal scorer. Yep. And then we were kind of worried about 
that scoring actual goal scoring in the yeah. top six is is what had led me to wanting Everly from the beginning. Yep. So uh, we spent some money here. I don't love this. I feel like I'm in a bad position. Um, I might even, I might even, in hindsight, I might even prefer just not taking anybody. Just firing this one off into the sun. Yeah. I, I just don't love any of these options here. They just don't feel good. But it is what it is. We took Everlay. And, yep. you know, we have a decent, we have a decent goal score here. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm more high on Everly than AJ is. Obviously, there's concerns about sure. that contract being three years, but those are fair to be on Josh Bailey as well. Um, I am yeah. not concerned about Josh Bailey's contract. <clears throat> okay, well, he's he's been trending down the same way Everly has. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Buddy, I waited a long time for Josh Bailey to turn into anything. <laughs> true enough. Anything true in the enough. NHL. True enough. And then he got good, and it was like, this is the greatest thing. And now he's already 31, and I don't understand where time <laughs> went. New York Rangers up next. Uh, this one, pretty pretty quick and dirty for us. Anything of actual current significant NHL value really wasn't there. Uh, their defense has absolutely nothing interesting. We already had our three goaltenders, so Kincaid didn't make a ton of sense. Yeah. Kincaid we made... would have been a fourth goaltender if we didn't want to go through the free agency process and just decided we wanted a fourth goalie. Like, I would have been fine with that. But Yeah. We ended up taking Gauthier. Yep. Young goal scorer. Basically, the pick that we... There was no Josh Bailey or Jordan Everlay to convince us to do something differently. Right. Um, so the pick that we didn't make with the Islanders and Bellows, we do make with Gautier and the Rangers. Yep. Um, the other conversation was, uh, my guy Colin Blackwell, but he ultimately decided that we were not going to have a hard time with depth centers. Correct. So, so we, we took the, uh, the young RFA winger, uh, Blackwell's name did come up, but yeah. Yeah. Not. Not very radish is exempt. Wouldn't have taken him anyway. Yep. Um, Ottawa a junior player though. Ottawa up next. Up next. Yep. We can we can treat this like Detroit and Buffalo. This was a this was a really obvious choice to us. Yeah. We agreed immediately. Um. We just we we like the player. We like where he's at in his contract. Uh. And we like that he's going to have value around the league to teams. So um, we just took we took Chris Tierney. We're going to drop him into the middle of our lineup, and we're happy with that. Yep. Slam dunk the pick. He he can sit there for one year. If he end up walks, oh, look, it's Matty Beneers. That's <laughs> how that works, basically. Yep. Exactly. Uh, next, Philadelphia. Uh, protected heart, Ellis Provorovs. Uh, Philadelphia gave us some problems. Yeah, this one... This one was tough. I convinced AJ to spend all of our money. But yeah, it took some convincing. So first of all, there was no interest in Goss despair yep. at all. Our our defense just it had shaped up in such a way that we were we were fine not worrying about the volatility that Goss despair has shown in his NHL career. Yep. Are we are we going to get the the are we going to get the the 
the talent and the the dy- the dynamic element that we got that 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 we saw when he was at Union and early in his career. We're gonna get the guy that's been healthy scratched. Why pay four million dollars to figure that out on when we don't have any other uh, when 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 we don't necessarily need that skill set because we took it with Jake Bean and later on with another guy we'll get to here in a sec. So Just didn't need it. Chat has come to the same talk that we had with multiple people saying JVR and then some people saying Voracek, screw it. <laughs> and at the end of the day, that was kind of how we felt. We were like, look, the we we want a we want to have a team that's watchable. Yep. We want some guys that are going to be able to put pucks in the net. And to be honest with you, a first line of Max Domi, Jonathan Duran, and Jake Voracek was just one that we liked. We said, you know what? It may not be the best line in the league. It might be kind of an odd, uh, an odd line, an and odd it might not kid. be. It might not necessarily be a, a line that is going to play any defense at all. But, but you know that going in. We're also not trying to win 55 games here because we really like the top of uh, the next year's draft class. So, uh, Voracek it is. Yeah. AJ wanted JVR. I pounded the table for Voracek. And I think the p- thing that put it over the top is Voracek plays the right side. Yep. There was a little more versatility there. We we ended up a little we we ended up feeling a little heavier on uh, the left side than we were expecting going in. Yep. So it ended up being Voracek. Uh, Pittsburgh. We don't need to look at this one. This was another easy slam dunk. Marcus yep. Peterson for a uh, Pedersen rather yep. for us. We got to this. Um, we got to this one. Both of us said Pedersen. Bam. Done. Twenty five years old. Four million for the next four years. Drop him into your defense and just vibe. Like very good. Easy. Very good. Very good shot suppressor. Very yep. easy. Um, rocks. Just a rock solid defender. Good shot blocker. Um, not worrying about the offense. We'll get the offense from other guys. We wanted some defense from this one. And we got an we got a in his prime player on a long term contract easy peasy. This was nope. This was no problem for me whatsoever. Yep. He's he's not a perfect defender, but he's effective. Uh, and we just this is this is drag and drop. We we also wanted some guys that are going to be around for a little bit. This is it. He's this one is, of them. This is yep. this is a guy that we plan to keep for the remainder of his deal. Yeah, he's one of the few defenseman on the team that you'd have to pay King's ransom to get him out of here. Basically. Yep. We just don't, we, we like the player. Yep. We like the player. We need a skill set. Um, we don't need to, we don't need to play on this one. Uh, no interest in Tanev. Yep. That's we didn't have any interest in Tanev. This was Jason Zucker, or Marcus Patterson. And, yep. and based on how things were going for us, we really wanted Patterson. Yep. He fit in perfectly. Uh, Patterson, at the end of the day, yeah, Patterson yeah. is one of two players on our roster that if somebody came calling, we were not interested. Yep. Uh, San Jose up next. This one pretty quick. They're forced to protect most of those defensemen. They have very little interesting. <laughs> um, we ended up taking Matt Nieto because yep. he's a known quantity. He's cheap and he's easy to drop into the bottom six. Yep. And we fully expect to trade him. Yep. That dude will get flipped. Yep. Very, very easy. That's exactly what that was all about for us. 
Yep. Like the like the player, like what he could do for the culture and all of that. Um all of that, all of that is all good and well. But um this is about we'll take Matt Nieto. He's just too cheap. Seven hundred K for two years. There will be a team out there. Hell, it could be Colorado. Um, that will that will give us something for him and we'll take whatever that is. If it's a fourth round pick, Yahtzee. If it's yep. a fifth round pick, Yahtzee. If it's just it's a, if it's a sixth round pick, go F yourself. <laughs> we're getting we're we're getting a fifth or higher, baby. <laughs> uh the ever curious St. Louis up next. This one was at least a conversation for us. Yeah. Uh, obviously Tarasenko being an option on the forward side. If you're watching yep. on YouTube, you can see the protection list on there. By the way, be sure to like and subscribe here on YouTube. Very much appreciated. It does help us out a ton with the channel. There have been a lot of you in here leading up to, to draft week. So I see you all in here. You got to like and subscribe for us, please. Uh, the obvious interesting ones here are Vince Dunn on the defensive side and, and Tarasenko on the forward side. Yep. And uh, if we were if we were including post uh, deals, Tarasenko would have been our guy. Yep. As uh, post draft deals. If we were actually doing them, he would have been our guy. Yep. But we weren't, um, and to be honest, we just like Vince Dunn. There's, I feel like there's uh, not the upside of a Tarasenko, but there is not the same question mark of, well, how much money are you paying hoping that this right. guy is suddenly what he used to be three years ago? Dunn is and, 24. Yeah. He's a bit of a buy-low candidate after last year. He does the one thing that right now our defense lacks quite a bit of in being a legitimate puck mover. Yep. Starts to be a pretty easy fit. Yep. We like the idea of combining <clears throat> Vince Dunn, Jake Bean, Marcus Patterson, and Mark Giordano. Yep. And, you know, we have some other defenders um, that we're, we're still going to take. We have some other defenders that we have taken. But I'm, for me, this was an easy one. Uh, Sammy Blay would have been of interest had it been uh, had we not had the bottom, the the strength at the bottom of our forward core that we yep. did that we ended up with. We we ended up feeling pretty good about our bottom six. Yep. So worked out. Uh, Tampa Bay. AJ, I'm just going to let you take this one because he was not going to allow me to take anyone but what we ended up taking. So, yep. um, this is this is our big William Carlson play. Tampa Bay was our I, I as Rudolf said, I just would not move off of this. Um, I want to take the chance on Matthew Joseph. One, I'm not helping Tampa Bay out of their cap problems. I'm not giving them five million dollars to play with. They could suck it. I'm not taking a 30-year-old Andre Pilat. I'm not messing with any of that nonsense. I'm taking Matthew Joseph, and I'm putting him in the middle of our lineup, and I want to see what he can do with more opportunity. He was awesome in the postseason, and I think he's a guy that is going to move up into somebody's lineup. I, I really I really like it. I, I really like Joseph as a player, and I want to roll the dice that he could be that, that he could be a breakout star. For the Kraken, and if I'm right, and they end up with a uh, a center depth of um, Max Domi, Matthew Joseph, and uh, Matty Beniers, they're going to be 
pretty good. There, that's that's exactly how you start a franchise deep down the middle. I want to take the chance on Matthew Joseph's upside, and I did. Rudo, Rudo, let me. So <laughs> that was that was where we went. I this is my star swing right here. I want Matthew Joseph, and I'm not and I'm not playing with bailing them out of any of their money. No. Yep. He's letting uh, letting Tampa rot in that cap hell for sure. Yep. I'm not taking Calfoot. Our other our other defenders were better, in my opinion, and similar age. Yep. So, I'm it, for me this was this was an easy one for me. I I wanted this player. Uh, I wanted this player at the start of the process. Like walked into this being like, I want Matthew Joseph. I'm we're starting there. I was cool with it. Uh, he convinced me that Yanni Gord didn't make a ton of sense for us. With So specifically, I, I do think we need to mention, again, yeah. we're operating under them taking Veneer second overall. Yep. Um, and that was the big reason for no Yanni Gord. Yeah. Because if Veneers comes in as your planned second center, all of a sudden you're paying Yanni Gord $5 million to be your third C. And that's as he bad. ages into his 30s. Yep. So and we just we just didn't want him. We didn't want to play. Yep, exactly right. Uh, five picks left. Toronto, I guess four picks left. Toronto next. Uh, they obviously did the four and four protection. This one we talked about it on yesterday's show. I think it it came down to Alex Kerfoot or Jared McCann. Yep. Um, we went with the guy that we were more familiar with. Yep. Kerfoot. Uh, I I think a slightly more versatile. Another guy that can play up on the second line if you need him to can play center. Ha- has more experience playing center than McCann. How about we put it that way? Yep. Um, and and we saw in Colorado can also be an effective left wing. We're good with that too. Yep. In fact, that's where that's he is. Where for he us. ended up to start in our roster. So yep. yeah, he's on our left wing on opening night. So, uh, like although with a Max Domi injury, he would be doing center. Uh, he work, would be most likely. He would, yep take that spot but yeah so that one pretty quick and easy we went with Kerfoot over McCann um Vancouver up next this one was pretty gross there as far as immediate NHL impact there just wasn't a ton there yep this one was pretty close to just not taking anybody but we decided hey let's take a let's take a young guy that we like uh and from from an AHL perspective Yep. And maybe maybe he becomes something for us. Maybe he steals a job. We move a guy like Nieto and Nemesnikov and uh, Tyler Benson and Cole Lind is our guy here. Um, yep. And tear up the AHL and yep. If and if he great, yep. he he rolls into the NHL for us, we're happy with that. Yep. Hope his name came up, but we never, talked about it. We talked about it seriously, yeah. mostly as a when we got to the end and we were looking at our goalies and we said. Okay, we've got the Ben Bishop Chris Dreger thing. How do we want to handle this? Yep. Um, and then came to the decision that we did, and then that removed Holby from consideration. Yep. We just weren't going to spend a bunch of money on like old goalies and stuff like that can't reasonably be a starter at this point. It, yeah. Right. Like I would rather take the chance that Ben Bishop is magically healthy than Braden Holby's four-year decline magically stops. Yep. And that was. That was just the decision that we made. Yep. Uh, Washington up next. 
Samsonov protected in net, and then they have the fairly obvious defenseman protected. Who did well. we pick here? Oh, I remember. Okay. Yeah, yep. this one we kind of just sat on, <laughs> and we're, we're like, uh, <laughs> so uh, we picked Nick Jensen. Yep. Um, we did talk about both Vitek Vanacek. Um, we we talked about Vanacek even after you know we we said, hey, what about Vanacek instead yeah, they, of Bishop? And then we would have Kakinen, uh Vanacek, and and Dreger, and Dreger, and I just I don't know. I was just so blah about it. I I'm not at all trusting of what Vanacek did. It's it's also hard to commit to, right? Like uh, our game plan is not to keep Kakinen as a third goaltender for very long. Right. We really like Kakinen as our backup and potentially maybe future starter if he ever future gets better. starter if yeah. he gets better and if Dreger isn't for real and you know. Yeah. We we really liked our what we did at the goaltender position. And so Vanacek was just sort of like uh, honestly, almost, kind of pick, yeah. almost was just sort of numbers games out of it. Um, yep. So it was just like, eh. um, we did talk about Connor Sheary as like a nice depth player, but again, felt good about our depth already. And we really wanted to give young guys jobs. Yep. And so taking Connor, the, all the Connor Sheary's of the world means that we push those guys out because coaches love veterans. Yep. And we didn't want to be another organization that did that from day one. Which you so, should know that from us two going in. Yeah. Yep. And so we, <laughs> you know, we, uh, we went with Nick Jensen. The big thing here, he was the cheaper of the two of the options between him and Brendan Dillon. Yep. He's younger and he's right-handed. right-handed. So that makes him the rarer of the commodities. And we just figured that somebody would give us something for Nick yep. Jensen. A two and a half million dollar defenseman is always going to have some value assuming he's serviceable, which Jensen is. So, yep. That was really it. Um, we, again, we, we don't intend to keep this player, but he was the one that we felt would have the most trade value uh, between him and Brendan Dillon. Yep. And the, and also if somehow we ended up, if people made higher offers for the other guys and we ended up stuck with Jensen, You'd feel fine about it, yeah. We were we wanted the right-handed guy. Yep. So yeah, they're not young. Jensen, a two years left on his deal compared to Dylan's three, also makes it a touch easier to flip. But yep. Um, and we'll then show last, you guys, we'll show you guys what the yep. full lineup looks like at the here at the end. Yep, we're we're getting to it right here. Winnipeg will be a quick one. Uh, as much as AJ loves Mason Appleton. And as much as we've talked about the possibility of Laurent Brossois walking into this, yep. Um, again, we just went with hey, there there was an easy pick here for us. Yeah. Dylan DeMello in his prime, have him for three years, drop him into the defense, and as you'll see in a second, our defense I think shaped up pretty darn well. Yep, we like we 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 like Dylan DeMello. Yep, Evans not on the show, so DeMello is. <laughs> Brendan, Brendan Dillon, he would have murdered us. Yeah, true, him. true. He hates Brendan Dillon. <laughs> he would Dillon. not have been happy with that. There would have been a hard veto. All right. So no, is... I'm not taking Derek Forborton. You you would have had to pay me a first-round pick to take that guy. He yep. sucks. 
that is all uh, 30 teams with a, a player selected from. Uh, should we start with the goalies? Yeah, let's toss our goalie graphic up. So we have Dreger, uh as the, the pseudo starter. Ben Bishop probably goes into that role if he's healthy. Um, and then Kakinen, because he's not waiver eligible, gets sent to the AHL until that situation gets sorted out. Uh, it, I think it's, it really is pretty simple here. If if Bishop is hurt, he LTIRs. Great. If he's healthy, he's your starter, and you you play him and look to to flip him. Yep. Um, defense up next. As you can see, we went with pairings of Giordano and Demello to start. Didn't love that pairing, but we really liked the Pedersen Dunn pairing. Yeah, so, we really liked Pedersen Dunn as our actual like second pairing. Yep. So that worked out pretty well. And then ultimately we went Bean Zadorov for the the bottom pair with Lausanne and Fleury. Backing that up with Jensen, the most likely for us to be looking to move out, as well as look, if someone calls about anybody except for Pedersen we're open to taking offers, right? Yep. Our priority is to trade. Our priority is Jensen. And then the highest, uh, the highest offer between Zadorov, Lazan and Fleury gets traded. We want to keep 80. So we want to move just Jensen and one of the other guys. Yep. Pretty. So, yeah, I know that the Kraken are going to work really hard to sign Dougie um, in free agency. I think that they're going to be aggressive in that market. And I think they're going to have a good shot at it because of, um, Ron Francis's relationship there, and we'll see. But trying to pro- trying trying to project a mock uh, an expansion draft yeah. and then free agency was a lot, so we were just like, let's just draft a team. Yep, what they do in free agency can come later. Yeah, yeah. if we were if we knew more about like like if they'd already agreed to a deal or whatever, like with Dreger, we would have just added that in there. Yep. He would have been the pick. We would have just moved on. But um, but that wasn't the case. Yet. And yep. yeah, so. And then we have our forward core. Uh, we went with the top line of Druman, Domi, Voracek, as we mentioned. Our second line for now is Kerfoot, Tierney, and Everly. Nemesnikov, uh, Joseph, and Fisher on the third line. And then rounding out with Nieto, Comfer, and Wagner with Trennan as our healthy scratch. Since we're running 8D, only one scratch there. Uh, you can send the rest to the AHL. Uh, yeah, with, but we... With, yeah. We really wanted, we really want to move out Nieto and Nemesnikov. Yep. Um, and then with Domi out at the start of the year, we want to, we want to find jobs, especially for Gautier, Benson, and Lind. Yep. It's, it shouldn't be tough. You're also taking calls probably on, on Tierney. Yeah. We'll take calls on Tierney as they come in, but the priority of moving him isn't as high until Domi comes back from injury. When yep. Domi gets back, I think we'll more aggressively take tyranny calls. So, so that's the full roster, and then we have uh, shout out Jay Fresh and and his awesome graphics here. Uh, a little war breakdown of the entire team projected as we built it. Eighty six point team. That's that's not bad. Yeah, um, eighty six points uh, in that division. Like, look, it's to be honest. It's gen- genuinely, I say this in all seriousness, it's not as bad as we wanted. True. <laughs> we're Which kind of stuck in a zone that we don't want to be in where we're a little better than we wanted to be. 
but there's also like we're gonna move out Matt Nieto. Yeah. We're gonna move trade out, out some of those pieces for sure. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna move out, you know, a, a Domestikov and a yeah. Domestikov. We're gonna we're gonna move some of those guys, and whatever happens with our young guys is fine. And as pretty much expected from the expansion draft, lacking in the top end forward department, uh, particularly defensively. Mm-hmm. And then our defense is actually pretty darn solid. I really do like that defense. Yep. And our cap hit, um, so we had a handful of guys that were unsigned. But again, we're planning on moving some guys out. Yeah. Um, but our cap hit as it stands is $76 million. $76 million do still need to sign Dreger and Dunn, I believe, are the two major ones. Yeah. Um, a bunch of RFAs, but some of these guys are going to be, some of these guys are going to be moved out. Some of these guys, you know, and so our, the point is, is that our cap won't be problematic for us. Yep. You'll be well over the floor and decently under the cap. Not yeah. a big problem. With contracts to give Benson and, and Lind at forward and on defense, Beans, Zadorov, and Dunn. Um, but again, prioritizing moving Zadorov and Bean and Dunn's deal won't be um, too big of a deal. Yep. Exactly right. I do think that the Pacific division will be better than the conversation around it suggests right now, but it should not be very good. Yeah. It will still be a sea of mediocrity. You're basically combining the worst of the Canadian division and the worst of the central or the West West division. division. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. You have, Vegas looking their chops at that division for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's Vegas. Vegas like is pissed that they had to deal with Colorado this year because next year it's free reign. Yep. With really only Edmonton looking like a team that could give them any kind Decently of probably competitive. And yeah. Right now they don't have anybody to stop the puck. So they've got some work to do. <laughs> All right. Well, y'all told us you like long episodes yesterday. So. Yep, Here's and I make another ninety-minute one. Yeah, for these ones being a little bit longer. Yep, for sure. the The mock drafts you gotta you gotta get into the conversations. So, this was a fun one. Really excited for tomorrow night. Be sure to tune in. We'll be watching along live uh, here on YouTube for the expansion draft. Again, like and subscribe. Hit the notification bell if you want to see when we go live. Should be a good time. Uh, random question. Does Vegas fall off in two or three years? Probably unless they can escape their cap situation. Like never say never, but clocks ticking. Seems, seems it seems like a fair expectation, but yep. we'll see. So yeah. Anyway, tomorrow night should be fun tonight. Come on down to the bar, play some trivia if you would like. Yeah, definitely. We're going to be at the bar tomorrow night. We can't be, Unfortunately, Rudo and I have Tuesday night obligations, so we can't be there for trivia night tonight. Yep. Not this time, but we'll be there tomorrow night if you want to come on down and say hello. I, I think we'll both get there a good bit before the expansion draft actually starts. Ex- excitement. So, yep. <laughs> um, should be a fun time. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be kind yeah. of a, a crazy week for us because we go right into the entry draft after that. Yeah, we're doing a mock entry draft on Thursday, and Rudo and I have never been less prepared for a draft in our entire <laughs> straight lives. Straight up, straight up. 
Not that we are unprepared for it, just that comparatively. Um, After last year, year where we like went 100 players deep and felt good about it. Yeah. Well, I do that every year except this one. <laughs> so this one is going to be – this one will be tougher. Yep. Trying to play catch-up all week has been rough. Definitely. Definitely a struggle, but we got you covered. Please yep. hope to see you tomorrow night, whether it's in the chat or at the bar. Uh, we're going to get out of here, though. Thank you for watching, and until next time, we will talk to you all later. <laughs>